two bees on a pod, and we're finally back. How you been, Brett? How's your week been? I am doing pretty good. It's good to be back. Two bees, number two. I am excited for today. Yeah. Well, um. How's your week? Chill week? Easy week? Um. How was my week? My week has been pretty good. Um. Last week was kind of crazy, just dealing with a lot of adult stuff, uh. and so whether it's family or house stuff, dog stuff, there's always something going on, but um, it's been a good start to the new year so far, so I, I can't complain too much. 2023. Well, yeah, for me, I mean, my week was, was chill. Still waiting for a few things for work. That's exciting. Can't complain. Yeah. Uh, I got a lot of free time. Use it while you can, right? Yeah. It sucks because you don't get paid. Or for me, I don't get paid when I'm not working, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't have that prepaid vacation. But, but anyway. So what have you been doing with your free time then? Um, sad to say, and I'm sure my wife will not like it. I've been drinking a lot of Dr. Pepper. Nice. I think that's my go-to, DP23. Nice. Yes. So if you ask anyone, like, hey, what is Brandon Hojo's favorite drink? The easy answer would be a Dr. Pepper. For sure. And so I actually have a Dr. Pepper with me. And nice. it's just, it's the drink. There's this, there's this lady on, like, Instagram who would, like, drink three Dr. Peppers a day. Oh, gosh. And she was, like, 103 or something. And she said, all my doctors told me, I keep drinking Dr. Pepper, it's going to be bad for me. And so far, all those doctors have died. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I don't know if it's a good thing or bad, but just, uh, I, I like it. I should probably drink less. But I think one of the reasons why I like Dr. Pepper so much is it, I think it's because of my cousin. Honestly, my cousin, when I was a kid, mm. he, he, she's like, Brandon, you have to drink this. And then and it was good. Uh-huh. And then whenever I saw that cousin, he's older than me by maybe like seven or eight years. And I would just always drink it when he was around. And so when mm. he's gone, it's like, oh. I, I see a doctor. I'll, I'll take a Dr. Pepper and I would just drink it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's made me very a loyal customer to Dr. Pepper. Nice. Like my parents are like full Coke family. They used to be Pepsi. Then they said that one time they had a Coke and they just couldn't go back. Mm. Do you have like a soda that you're the biggest fan of? Well, I think we bond over our love for Dr. Pepper. Um, growing up, I didn't have Dr. Pepper too much because I wasn't allowed to have too much caffeine. Ah. But once... I could enter the world of <laughs> caffeine. What's I could have caffeine? Dr. Pepper was, I, I just like, it just was different than Coke and Pepsi and the colas. So um, that one's probably my favorite soda. I think it's something we, we share a bond over amongst our friends too. And something we talk about a lot is something that Taco Bell used to have. Yes. Oh my was. gosh. Taco Bell, bring it back. If you're listening, <laughs> you're probably not, but if you are. It was either you or your brother that introduced it to me. I'm pretty sure I did because I remember driving, I think it was a, a car full of us. <laughs> I think, yeah, there's a couple other guys. My brother might have been there too when I was like, you guys need to try this thing. So you were definitely the first one to have it of the group. Yes. For sure. So wait, okay, you have to say what it is though because you're the one who brought it up. Okay. It, they haven't done it for a while, but I'm pretty sure it was called the Dr. Pepper like vanilla float or freeze mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And it was... People have always told me, well, you could just make that yourself. It's like a Dr. Pepper, like root beer float. And I was like, it's not the same. It's not the same. There's some, we've, and me and you have tried, <laughs> we've re- tried. We tried recreating it. And uh, yeah, it's not the same. There's something about like the consistency was uh, big because uh-huh. it was almost icy, like icy right? yeah. slushy-ish, but it wasn't quite uh-huh. that icy. And they still had the creaminess. Yeah, it was light enough. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't like, because recently they've done a Dr. Pepper cream soda mix uh-huh. and it's not that vanilla-y or, uh-huh. or creamy. Uh-huh. So it's like, I don't know how they did it, but it was so good. 
and it's been gone for a while. Do you still have the Dr. Pepper extract that I got you for Christmas like those many years ago? I, I, I do, and I tried opening it, and I tried using it, but I think I need one of those like spouts or connectors that c- hooks up to the hose that they connect the sodas to. Cause but what about the soda stream? Will it work with the soda stream? No, because that the soda stream, you just pour liquid into your drink. You don't uh-huh. like... Oh, like I need something to pull it from the thing, and I didn't want to just cut the bag open. Oh, I see, because then you just have to. Yeah, because there's like a little nozzle or like Uh something there that I thought I could open, but I can't open it. So I, I didn't try. I have tried, (laughs) but yeah. Oh, I wonder. What if you like put it in water and then you put it in the soda? Was that? I maybe not. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. But I'll. I'll try to figure it out at some point. But yeah, we. I miss those uh, Dr. Pepper freezes. Oh, I, I think I could have a Dr. Pepper every day. It's just, I don't know why it's so good. <laughs> People are like, why do you like Dr. Pepper? It tastes like X, Y, Z. It's like, well, it has 23 flavors. Anything you're going to throw at me, it's going to be better. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's good. It's good. But I mean, like, when it comes to my loyalty of soda, like, I'm just a huge, huge fan. Like, what do you, what do you think it means to be like, to be like a loyal person? Like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. I loyalty is I think it comes in in kind of different forms, right? I think it depends what you're referring someone being loyal to. Okay, what if it's like like loyal to a sports team? You're a big sports guy. Yeah. Um shout out to the Lakers even though they're not doing so hot, but <laughs> that's that's where my loyalty lies. Then the Dodgers, um teams. I, I I think it's that idea that you cheer for that team kind of like no matter what um Mm. but you're i I guess in my case and a lot of people i know the case you also are the most critical of that team so even though you're not just (sighs) going to be say they're the best when they're not doing well but i think it's just that you're not going to have quote-unquote allegiance to any other team and so whether your team is playing against another team that has a player you like or your team has not won in a long time, you're still going to root for them and cheer for them, even if you know the outcome is probably not what you're going to expect and or not what you hope for. It's going to be what you expect. But, um, yeah, what I don't... Yeah, I guess it's just support, having, like, full support. I don't really know how else to verbalize loyalty in that sense. Um, it's kind of more just your actions, right? You wear their... You wear their shirts or jerseys or go to their games or cheer for them or watch them on TV. I, I don't know. How, how about you? Are, are you any loyal to any sports teams at all, or is that not? I mean, the, the sport that I watch most would be basketball. So mm-hmm. it would be Lakers for mm-hmm. me. And Dodgers, by association, and all my friends will go to games. So I've probably been in more Dodger games than Laker games, mm-hmm. probably because of price. Yeah. But, but I think when I think of loyalty to a sports team, I – I kind of think of the opposite of like like a bandwagoner. Mm. So I remember when the Golden State Warriors were going on a bend. Yes. It's like I've never seen some of these people ever wear basketball or do anything basketball. It's like all of a sudden Steph Curry and all these other things. And so I'm just like, like what? How, how can you be a true Golden State? Can you name five players on their team that's not, you know, like Steph, Clay, and Draymond? Like, <laughs> Could you do anything else? Yeah, where were you in the other days when those guys weren't even on the team? But yeah, like I like my my brother in law. He's loyal to the Washington Wizards, mm, and rough. He, <laughs> he's he's from Virginia, and he he just 
he he just loves them. He watches a lot of their games. And to me, I, I see him as someone who's loyal to that team because it's if anyone looks the Washington Wizards, like they're not the hottest team yeah. for very long. And so, or like I'll think of... Do you know how long he's been a fan? Like, was he a fan of the Wizards when Michael Jordan came back to the NBA and was on the Wizards? I mean... Yeah. Probably. I've never asked him, but he's got like... Like a, like a Washington Wizards shirt that has all these players on it. Like some that I don't even know. Mm. Just like, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you like the Wizards. And so like, so, or for example, he's a, he's a UVA uh, alum. Okay. University of Virginia. And so he married my sister who was UCLA alum. Interesting. And so it's just really funny because when they had their first kid, we, what baby uniform do you give them? That's funny. And so he, when we would give them a UCLA onesie he would be like ah it's the second best team in the u.s it's fine that's funny yeah yeah. sport college teams there's a lot of loyalty there because i mean it's also like where you a lot of people go or wanted to go so yeah sports can have a lot of very loyal fan bases so like for for us like dr pepper we're definitely loyal to them like don't get me wrong i'll I'll have a i'll have a root beer i'll get a sprite i'll get a yeah i don't know minute made but you're if you had to make a list you're number one Dr. Pepper. For sure. And so actually, I, I was thinking about it the other day. Wh- what does it mean to be a loyal friend? Like, mm. What does that even mean? Because I've heard stories about people saying, oh, we, we had a falling out. I, f- I think they, they stabbed me in the back. And I was I always kind of had this question mark above my head of like, what does that mean? Maybe just because it's never happened to me officially or mm. maybe it didn't. I didn't really think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, what, do you, what does that mean to like stab someone in the back like as a friend? Like, what does that mean? I have never been the stabber, <laughs> but I've been the stabby before, okay. if you want to hear that story. Um, but your first question, what does it mean to be loyal to a friend? It's interesting because I think your loyalty is normally tested when there's adversity. Mm. Right? Because I think when things are good, it's like, yeah, it's easy. It's easy to be loyal because yeah. it's like, yeah, everything's all good. But it's like, I guess I would describe it as like having someone's back and and not just like telling them like, oh, I have your back, but like sure. so, say someone's gossiping about them. Okay. Right? Having Having someone's back is like either not being a part of that or shutting it down or defending them. Standing up for them, yeah. Yeah. Um, but with what obviously there's a lot of other things that comes with that, but I think that's one part of it. Um, I guess if you were to get into some type of physical altercation, you would definitely have their back in that way. Um, I think it's also though, like you're not going to, well, in my opinion and in my eyes, you're not going to tell them just what they want to hear or what you Mm. think they want to hear. Oh, interesting. Um, I've had my fair share of times of wrestling with like, all right, this could either go one way or the other way right. if I bring this up to this person. But because I care for them and because I, I guess I didn't look at it as it like I have loyalty to them, but right. just in my, I think in my heart, like it's implicitly loyal to them that it was like, I think this is worth discussing or talking about because you care. Like right. loyalty is, I think just, a form of, of caring a lot. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, how, how would you describe it? How would you deem someone being a loyal friend or a loyal person? 
I think my pragmatic brain works in ways of like, well, actually, I, I actually think of movies. Like, it's very easy in a movie to break alliances or break loyalty. So let's say you have a friend and he he wins a million dollars. Nice. Right? Good for him. Mm-hmm. And the biggest change in a lot of movies is, uh, like, do I, money can change your life. For sure. Whether for the good or for the bad, money can change your life or will change your life. Mm-hmm. And so do I hang out with the certain, the same friends with or without that money? Mm. Do I still talk to these people despite my circumstances changing? Am I still going to be their friend, their good friend? And then on the flip side, my, I have a friend who won a million dollars. Am I be, being their friend because of their money or because I like them as a person? So you're saying if and when you become a famous a producer or you're going to have to choose between doing this podcast with me and hanging out with me or maybe like some famous actor or producer or somebody like that. I would like to think that I'll come back to this room and record with you despite the financial change if that were to ever happen. And then I you'll go it. hang out with them afterwards. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> but I mean, I think I think in a movie or, or that's like that's an easy case of like loyalty. I'm loyal to the friends who are with me in day one. Or um, people who are like loyal to family, like obviously they'll say things like family first. Mm-hmm. You know, my my sister is uh, she's in the hospital. Drop everything, go to the hospital, even if it's a minor thing. Yeah. Or uh, if people are say like, I'm very very loyal to my spouse. I think that's actually probably an easy one. If you're loyal to your spouse, it's like you're not gonna cheat. It's on biblical. Them. Yeah, like that's just straight up the easiest form of loyalty like sticking to one person mm-hmm. and i think when it comes to like loyalty of friends it's like okay well no matter what circumstance for me like no matter what's happening is we're still friends um hey you're going through a tough breakup hey i just got into this nasty accident whatever whatever we're still friends and i still think about you and i still care about you and i still like want to be involved mm-hmm. in your life mm-hmm. right because there's always those acquaintances or friends from afar or people you just don't see very often, but they're not living life with you per se. Yeah. And so I think loyalty to friends to me, I guess it looks like just through thick or thin at the end of the day, you guys are still talking, hanging out on good terms more Mm -hmm. or less. Mm -hmm. Or now I'm thinking you're still loyal if you're saying what needs to be said to your friend, despite the hardship that they're going through. So for example, if I am struggling with, I don't know, finances mm-hmm. and I'm blowing all my money on, let's say video games. Yeah. Like you're being loyal to me. If you're being like, Hey Brandon, you gotta, you gotta roll back on some of these video games. There's a little bit of accountability. Like, Hey, you gotta stop doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say to you, even though I don't like what you're saying to me, Hey, I just want to spend more money on these things. Like you're being loyal to me by saying, Hey, stop stop mm-hmm. doing that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right i don't know what do you think I, I would agree i think yeah i think that's that idea that like the loyalty is kind of tested or it shows how much loyalty you have when there is some adversity because that that is when you have to make that choice right like is that person or this relationship worth it is my investment in our time or how I value them is, is it worth it? And so, um, I would agree that that's totally, um, a, a way to gauge if a person is, is loyal or not. And, um, 
I've been backstabbed. Okay, maybe a couple of times it wasn't necessarily like a backstab, but one time for sure it was like, it was kind of like a movie scene that like a typical plot in a movie that gets played out where someone gets screwed over by their friend. Uh Um, And so I've, I've experienced it in that regard. And so, yeah, it's, it's, I think loyalty is really having an investment in, in somebody. And like you said earlier, it's kind of like not taking an advantage of them, but more um, being there for them, being with them, whatever that might be. It doesn't mean you have to hang all the time, but just like how you val- how you value them, I would say. So, so then can you, can you be loyal? Can you be loyally selfish? Like, can you be loyal with, like, selfish reasons? Is that possible? Yeah, see, I think the reason why I was kind of having a hard time describing it is there's there's this part of me that when I think about loyalty and as we kind of, yeah, have taken it a little deeper than just something like Dr. Pepper or yeah. the Lakers or something, um, there is this negative side to it, I feel like, or this, this, this uh, very thin line where it crosses over to being like loyal to a fault Mm. or even like blind loyalty where it's like, you're not, you're going to ignore everything else that you see or hear, but just because it's this person, just because it's this brand, just because it's this team, it's like, Nope, I don't accept that. I don't believe that. And maybe some of it is ignorance Mm. or being naive, but there is that, aspect of it where I think it can be unhealthy. And so, yeah, I do think there is part of it that could be selfish or become selfish. It maybe grows into something bigger than what you intended or what one would hope for. But so yeah. what, what exactly do you mean by like loyal to a fault? Give me a better description about that. Cause I'm, I, I get it, but what do you mean? Okay. I think I mean like in my opinion, um, being loyal to a fault. I mean, even in I mean, the, the expression itself, right, is is not self-explanatory, but it kind of <laughs> describes it. But I, I would say, like, is it the right thing? It's I guess it's almost like a, a morals thing. Like, if you're loyal, right, you would hope that you have high character and you're someone of good morals. But what if, like, the person or the brand or whatever you're loyal to, like does something really bad. Hmm. Some sort of scandal. Something. Yeah. Do you, or maybe it's something that even crosses your other morals, your, the ethics that you carry. Hmm. Like they might not have those same ethics or carry those same Uh ideals, but if they cross one of those things, it's like, okay, do you sacrifice your own morals and ethics because you're loyal to that thing or person or do you, right? Like actually, you know, I wouldn't consider myself like, like a a brand snob or um, I don't get too crazy over certain things, but um, I kind of viewed myself as a quote unquote, like Nike guy. Right. Mm -hmm. So pretty loyal to Nike to the point where like, 
I didn't wear Adidas just because it's like <laughs> I like Nike over Adidas. And so, um, you know, in the past, I just didn't wear Adidas shoes, really. No clothes or Adidas. Like if it was like I was going to wear Nike. And as I'm saying this, maybe some people are like, you <laughs> just said you're not a brand snob. No, but it was kind of like that idea of like, well, I'm team Nike, right? Right. But then Nike came out with a couple of things that I, it kind of opened my eyes to like, dang, like, do should I still support them even though I don't agree with this? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think in, when I was younger, it, it would, I would just kind of ignore it or be like, well, they don't like me buying stuff for them. Yeah. That's not one gonna, person. Yeah. Gonna it's not going to change anything. Or even if I tell a couple of people, it's like, it doesn't matter. They're a billion dollar company. Yeah. There's mega. Yeah. And so, but then I, I think I, as I have gotten older and then there was other campaigns or things that came out that I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I, something broke inside of me where it was like, it's not so much about me buying stuff from them and it changing them, but more like, oh, it's making me sacrifice my morals. Mm. And so that's when it had to qu- I had to question my quote-unquote loyalty, right? And I think that paradigm was kind of broken in my head that like that being a Team Nike guy or Nike over Adidas or whatever you want to call it shouldn't be a part of my identity, which I feel like, sometimes being loyal to a fault, it, it almost like you almost like emb- try to start to embody the thing that you're loyal to where it's like, it's good to be loyal, but there's that fine line where you can't make it, you can't sacrifice yourself for the thing that um, you are being loyal to. If the thing is like bad or wrong. Right. So like, I mean, now that you're you say it like that, there's there's this understanding of, yeah, what am I being loyal to? Do I know, do I actually know it? Am I putting intentional blinders on mm-hmm. certain things that they may be doing or what they're trying to present? Um, you were on this other podcast a little while ago talking about like Balenciaga mm. and have how it's like I don't know very much about it, but I know it's like this high quality brand, you know, on the yeah, high end fashion on the like. Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Versace, like like that kind of level. And it's kind of like, not that I would wear it or the people around me would really wear it, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like, ooh, they've done some things. Yes. Am I going to continue to wear that and represent that? Yes. Right. And so you kind of have to know the company. And I think sometimes for me too, when it comes to companies at least, it's kind of like, well, I like it. It affects me and I don't see the people that it affects out there or I don't see what's going on. So I think there's, for me, like there's actually some like ignorance or there's some Mm. like just not willing to like look into it because it's like, I'm okay with what I'm used to, Mm -hmm. but I actually don't know the inner workings of it. Yeah. And it makes me consider like, maybe I should learn more about the products that I'm getting into Mm. or or things like that because, you know, I I guess I don't really think about it that much. Yeah. I I hadn't thought about it too much until some of those things started happening and it, and it, I guess just made me more aware initially and I don't, and to this day, I'm not an anti-Nike person. Sure, sure. I just, I think that just that idea, ideal that I had in my head of like, I identify as being like a Nike guy, like mm-hmm. that was broken where it's like, 
I like that brand. I like a lot of designs and stuff that Nike does. And, you know, I wore their basketball shoes when I would play basketball and, you know, still have shirts or shorts or hats or whatever. But that's not my source of, like, identification, I guess I would say. And so I think the point you brought up is good is, like, you kind of questioning your level of investment, right, in in the company. And even though it's something, it's like, I don't want to look into that or uh, it doesn't really affect me. I mean, maybe true, but I, I think if you take a closer look, it's kind of like, well, why are we loyal to the things that we are? Right. And I think the other thing that's tricky is when it when it's different than like a materialistic thing oh, to yeah. like a person. Yeah. Right, or an, another individual or a situation. It's like, that's when there's more weight and feeling, mm-hmm. I feel like, and, and tension or just like could be a more difficult area to question loyalty or question your investment in, in a person or something and makes it, yeah, a lot more difficult to, to find a clear line of, of, of where you stand and how you go about things. Because mm. n- now that I think about it, it's like the things that we're loyal to, whether it's companies, whether it's to people. For you, do you think like if I were, I don't know how, if if we were to take away those things that you were loyal to, mm-hmm. how would that affect you as a person? Like greatly or just meh, I could start over. Like, do you think that that would have a huge impact? Like, for example, if you were to take Dr. Pepper out yeah. of my life. Yeah. Kind of like you were saying, Dr. Pepper's not my identity. I, sure, I'd be sad. Yeah. Or just be like, oh, I could never taste it ever again. When was the last <laughs> time I had it? Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, my my actual investment, my actual identity, my actual self is not in Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. So I guess in a sense, I'm not truly loyal to Dr. Pepper. Right? But I think for you, would that apply to you if all the things or all the people that you're loyal to, if you were to take that out. Interesting. Would that affect you? Yeah. I mean, I think there's degrees of loyalty, right? Okay. Like I think there's a spectrum of how loyal you are to something. And I mean, some of it is just even like preference, Mm. right? And I don't know if one would would deem that as loyalty, but there is a level of preference in it. Right. And so, I mean, in regards to, like, materialistic things, I think loyalty, I would be fine. Like, yeah, like you said, there's certain things where, like, if it was taken away or you couldn't do it, life goes on. Yeah, it would suck or you'd have to adjust. But, you know, I I don't think it's to that degree of importance. Mm -hmm. When it comes to people, that's a hard one. Right, because then I question the friends and family that I'm loyal to. Yeah, and you took them away from me, whether it's physically or like you took our friendship relationship away. Mm. How would that affect me? I, for me, I think that would be it'd be very great. Yeah, I th- I think it'd have a huge impact. Yeah, that that would be. I mean, it's. I think it's so hard to even imagine what that would look like because it's like that's probably all the people you surround yourself with. So. So then I guess now that I'm thinking out loud, is that a testament to how loyal we are to them? Because if we were to take them away, it would mean so much to us in 
our life or things like that. Because, like, if there are some people I can think of who I will not name that, like, if you were to take them out of my life, I wouldn't think twice. <laughs> but there are other people that I'm very close with that if you were taking them away, I'd be like, oh, my gosh. I'm glad you could tell me how you re- how you really feel. I hope I'm on <laughs> one of those lists and not on the other. If we're if we're, <laughs> we're we're too deep, we're too, we're we're committed. We're we're loyal. So, but like, there are some people in my life where I'm thinking I met once, yeah, or I met yeah. like eight years ago, two times. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I don't. I don't well, so then, would you, you consider yourself loyal to those people the way that you're deeming it? If you only met them once or two times. Uh, I mean, I'm loyal enough to be a Facebook friend, but outside of that, like that's, mm. I could care less for sure. And it's not to say I don't just dis- yeah. like them or dislike yeah. them or anything yeah. like that, but it's just like, like ooh, I, w- I would feel my loyalty is not in something like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just questioning like for you, would that be a test, a true testament of loyalty? I mean, I think it's multifaceted, so it's not just loyalty, but... I'm cheesing it. I'm, I'm... Yeah, yeah. No, no, I get what you're saying, but I think... Well, I just don't want to give an answer and it'd be <laughs> like, it's only based on loyalty. But I do think, yeah, facing that adversity kind of shows you how much you, you care about it, right? Like, like, okay, for example, the pandemic, Okay. right? When we were in quarantine... Uh-huh. It's it sucked. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Right, and so in in a certain way, yes, we could still text each other. We played games on Zoom, or but it wasn't the same, right? And so like, there was that experience of things being quote unquote taken away or blocked, and yeah, it was not <laughs> enjoyable, <laughs> right, to have that. And so maybe. Maybe it doesn't necessarily test the loyalty because it's not like I'm going to not be your friend or like talk <laughs> bad about you if it, yeah. you know, but it's more like maybe the loyalty is like kind of a bar- a barometer of how much you care or how much you care. I don't know. is vice versa is, is a barometer oh, of how loyal you are. Yeah. There is some probably kind of correlation, but I, I don't think it's solely based on that because like, I mean, quarantine, I don't know how often I saw you, but it probably wasn't often. You mean in person or on Zoom? In person. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Or like hanging out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it was like, I, I don't think that made me question my loyalty to you as a friend. Uh-huh. But it did show me, it did place a gap. So it made me recognize how much I do value the people that I value. Right. Right. And, and how much I enjoy having their company or being around them. And so I I do think loyalty is the one aspect of that, that if things are taken away or gone or, or missing, it's highlighted or emphasized even more because it's kind of that, like, you don't know what you have until it's gone. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, I, I think, it may not be dependent solely upon that, but it definitely is an aspect of it. Hmm. I don't know. Does that make sense? Or wh- how do you feel about it? No, I, I get that. And I like part of me is thinking I've never said the word loyalty so many times. Yeah, me too. Like it feels minutes. weird now. But it really does make me question what what am I invested in? Mm. Where are 
where are my intentions mm. with the things that I'm investing in, the things that I'm saying that I'm loyal to. Mm-hmm. And I think there are a lot of things in my life that I'm loyal to that, that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, you know, maybe, maybe I'm confusing preferences with loyalty. Maybe it's like a little bit of just, yeah, I just like some of these things. Mm-hmm. And so as I go about talking and thinking about this more, it's like, well, yeah, what, what am I actually loyal to? Mm. Like truly loyal to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like cause sometimes when I think of loyalty, I think of like a knight, like a knight in shining armor mm. who's just loyal to the crown, their mm-hmm. king. They've never met them. They have no idea what they're like, but they will die mm-hmm. for the king or they'll go to war for the king or queen. Mm-hmm. And then I think of something like a dog. Mm-hmm. Dogs are known to be very... Very loyal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But do they truly know what they're loyal to? Are mm-hmm. they just loyal to the person that's feeding them the most? Mm. Are they loyal to the thing or to the person that's giving them the most attention or just petting them the most? Um, like I've had, a, I've had a good amount of dogs in my life and sometimes it's like, oh, who feeds them? That's who they go to <laughs> versus the more, maybe the more like friendly dogs that'll kind of go to anyone mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that they're loyal to you mm-hmm. it's like what do they keep coming back to mm-hmm. and so i i keep questioning what are the things that i keep coming back to mm. but is that a preference thing is that a like i'm actually loyal to it mm-hmm. i don't know that's a that's a good question because i do think it is layered so i think there's a part of preferences that is within um, loyalty. There's pro- probably also, like you said, a, a level of comfortability, uh, just just what I'm used to or what I know. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, when you when you look at it in in other arenas like a knight or a a dog, well, like a knight. Okay, say there's a knight that is is loyal to King Arthur. Sure. What if King Arthur is a bad king because he's pillaging these villages. Which he did, yeah, okay. And you are a knight. Is, I guess, would that would that determine if your loyalty is good or bad? Because being loyal in itself is probably not bad. In and of itself, correct. Is, yeah. is my guess. Yeah. But when you are loyal to something or someone that is doing bad things, does that now change your loyalty that your loyalty, whether you deem the loyalty as something that's good or bad. Right. Cause actually when, when I think of bad loyalty, it's just like someone who's fickle or someone who's mm-hmm. not like constant. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I guess in and of itself, loyalty is not necessarily bad, but it's the things that you're being loyal to. Going mm-hmm. back to loyal to a fault of like, you know, do you know the things that you're loyal to? Do you know all of those things? Yeah. I, I guess the important question is always like the why, right? Mm-hmm. Why are you loyal to these things? Why? It's interesting because it's kind of like, are you loyal to this thing? Or does the thing have like loyalty over you? Almost like does it have the power over you? Oh, interesting. Or are you kind of just like a a follower or a believer in this product or person or or, or whatnot? 
they have an ownership over you. That's kind of scary to think about. It is it is scary to think about, but I think like even my my story with Nike and stuff like that, there is a little bit of that, right? Like the whole even idea in my head, like I'm not gonna wear Adidas because I like Nike, like there's some marketing or some type of power that Okay, when I say power, I'm not trying to say like <laughs> they put some voodoo on me, but yeah, sure. like it's just a strategy or just to the, my liking that it it convinced me in my head that like I'm not going to purchase from them. I'm going to purchase from here. So there is some sort of power like over me, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I guess that's what I was referring to when it in that situation, and and that's where with people, it's it's a lot harder because, like mm-hmm. we said, there's just so many more. Mm-hmm. aspects involved with that it actually the the one debate that i think almost almost everyone can relate to in loyalty of a product would mm-hmm. be actually apple versus android we're not going to get into it because <laughs> everyone has a hot topic just for people out there i'm an android brett's an apple yeah we won't get into it but it's kind of just like that's a very small i, I know that's actually triggering for some people but yeah it's kind of like well why why are you so loyal to it? Yeah, and it comes down to what are you being loyal to? We're not saying to do a deep dive in every company you've ever invested in or know, mm-hmm. but you know, like why do you why do you feel the ways that you do? No, I I, right? I mean earlier maybe not to do a deep dive in everything, but I do think it's important that mm-hmm. you know you brought up. It makes me think about why am I loyal to certain things to reflect on that and. Is that how I, I should be? Is that how I need to be? Is is that good for me? Is it something that I'm, like you said, I, you haven't researched too much into certain things and it's like maybe I do need to care mm-hmm. about it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. If I am going to put my funds and my money into these things, if I'm going to show my time and investment to some of those things, maybe I should know a little bit more or have a little bit better understanding. Or, I mean, there's people that, you know, ask for your money or your time or, whatever and it's like should i put my loyalty into that should i invest in that mm-hmm. and, and so I, yeah no go ahead well just the this is bad to say but like in our age we're because we're in such an informational age like everything is at our fingertips mm-hmm. and it just comes down to are you willing to do the extra work to 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 look into this information on this company or or anything. Right? Yeah. Like if you were to go back 40 years, it's a lot harder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, how am I going to know about all these products? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to just go to a library. Even a library won't have some of this information. For sure. But um, yeah, it just comes to a hard place of like, what are we willing to do to test our loyalty, prove our loyalty, or just the things that we invest in, and whether financially or emotionally? You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's a good question. It's something to definitely reflect on and digest. And I, I think this this topic of loyalty bleeds into a lot of other things. But I, I think the frame of mind of looking at it like you are in terms of where are you investing yourself into, meaning your money, your time, your emotional, mental, physically, you know, like. Yeah, are those things things that you should be investing into? And so I think 
yeah, the topic of loyalty easily goes into maybe even some bigger question things because it makes me kind of start to think about like faith. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It makes me think about like, okay, well, if you're loyal, is that like having faith or is that something different? And so I think there are some bigger ideas and bigger picture things that loyalty feeds into. It might be a kind of like inlet of a, of, a, of water into a bigger river. <laughs> but um, I do think, like you said, especially in this day and age of so much information at our fingertips, social media, that we also can't just take the information that is face value. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right? Because anyone can say anything now. And so mm-hmm. I think it's even easier in this day and age to have blind loyalty because you're like, well, this is what it says on Twitter. This is what I saw on Instagram. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, but there's more to it than that. And like you said, are you willing to search it out? Are you are you willing to face maybe the truth or look for the actual answer rather than just the first thing that pops up? The, the power and curse of knowledge, mm-hmm. right? Like Definitely. There's, there's no way we can know everything. There's no way every single product, everything that you own, you know where it's made, you know its intentions, how it's been made, the people that made it. There's just no way to know. But um, I mean, um, I think we're just going to, come to a point of like where where do you, where do you sit you know, mm. where, where do you where do you go from here um and i don't know i don't i don't have the answers i'm not i'm not a professional yeah but, yeah i mean yeah yeah i don't think it's it's a matter of us saying this is the answer but <laughs> i i do think it is good to reflect from time to time on those things because especially when it comes to time like you don't get that back, right? Like mm-hmm. your money, you could buy something else. You could return it. You could exchange it. But the time you you spend with people or you choose to invest in, I, I think that's the big takeaway from this conversation for me is like, what am I choosing to invest in? Because it's not just a matter of, I like this or this is easy for me. But I think as you asked more questions, it was like, no, really? What am I in choosing to invest in and invest? Yeah, not just my money, not just what I wear, not just what I like to drink, but... What does it stand for? Why do I invest in these things? And are these things that I should even be investing in? And so um, I think that's a great place to to end and wrap up and, and allow us to even wrestle with this and, you know, continue to check in from time to time. So I, I give you permission, you know, in the future to ask me, yeah, the things that I'm involved with, you know, are is it worth it? Are, am I making smart choices? And um, hopefully... You know, because I do see you as a loyal friend. I, I do value your opinion. And hopefully we can both kind of keep each other accountable, I guess, in, in to some degree. And um, on our own, also be able to take a look at where am I p- placing my value, my time, my energy, my money, my resources and investments in. And um, do, should things be changed? I think that's the biggest thing, right? Do I need to change anything? If not, Cool. You did a you did a self check and and you're good to go. And if so, okay, how can we make those positive changes? And so, yeah, and yeah, loyalty to to friends is is a huge takeaway. Loyalty to family and just putting my time and effort into people, and not expecting anything out of return. Mm. Right. I want I want to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah. As we uh, as we just wrap this up, like. 
hey, I want to be loyal to this podcast. I want to be loyal to you. And just, yeah, because it's it comes out of one. But For sure. No, I, yeah. I hope we can stay loyal to this podcast <laughs> and continue to provide good dis- discussions. And so um, I am excited. That is number two. We already got two down. Oh, yeah. We're excited to, to be here. And so we will be back with another episode of the Two Bees podcast. I'm Brett. And I'm Brandon. Catch you later, folks. See ya.